Jolie Grazia's Head of Beauty, and I want to let you know about our brilliant new beauty club. Subscribe from just $7.99 a month for a yearly beauty box worth over £150, monthly discounts and amazing online events. That's at members.graziadaily.co.uk and you get your fortnightly Grazia copy thrown in too, as well as access to all of our issues on our app. Hello and welcome to this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons with me, Jolie Walker. Today's guest is Eva, the co-founder of 111 Skin. She gives us the inside scoop on her foundation hacks. Think that a foundation is not working for you. It usually has to do with your skin. Reflects on her use of skincare across the decade. If I had not used the proper skincare in my 30s and 40s, I think definitely my skin would have arrived at this point in my 40s in a much worse condition. And reveals her non-negotiable steps for glowing skin. I love to cleanse with vitamin C because it gives you a really, really clean canvas. Hello and welcome, Eva. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast and can't wait to get stuck into your best beauty advice today because I know that you'll have tons. But first, I just want to know about your beauty style in general. So tell me, what is your beauty cupboard like? Is it organized? Is it total chaos? Is it somewhere in between? My beauty uh, cupboard is quite organized, but within the departments, it's quite messy. So I have makeup, which is foundations and concealers. Then I have everything to do with eyes and then I have lips. But within it, I have all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, But everything works. I always find what I need. And in the chaos, there's a perfect order. I mean, it sounds very organized to me. That's the kind of dream situation, especially if you can do it by, you know, sector, eyes, lips. I bet that makes it very easy when you come to do your makeup. Yeah, it's, um, I'm a Virgo, so I tend to be organized, but I don't know what's my ascendant. I, other people don't think I'm super, super organized. <laughs> really? Well, to me, you are. So let's get stuck into your best five pieces of advice thing. And let's kick things off with makeup. We started there. So what is your best piece of makeup advice that you have ever been given or that you have to give? You know, I think one of the best makeup advices I've received very late in my life. I am now 46 and just a few months ago, a very famous makeup artist who is a friend of mine. His name is Georgie Sander. Um, He's a celebrity makeup artist, was uh, with me here in London. And he actually taught me that you don't have to use a concealer. He basically said that you can do everything with just different sorts of foundations And when I was explaining to him how I do my makeup, I always put concealer under the eye and on my nose. These are the areas that I have a lot of um, different discoloration or redness. Um, He actually said it's better to just cover the whole face with with foundation or mix of foundations. And then if you see some, some different areas of discoloration, then you add a little bit of concealer. So it completely changed the way I do makeup. Instead of starting with a concealer, then putting foundation on top. Um, now I just mix two or three different foundations to get to the right color. And sometimes I don't need to, to do any touch-ups. It kind of evens out the skin tone. Yeah, and I guess like you say, by starting that way first and starting with foundation, you need minimal concealer, if any at all, because you've already done any correction with that kind of base layer. Yeah, and I think his advice was that if the skin is fresh, it actually needs less makeup and if it's if it's hydrated. So I think you 
you can achieve a lot with minimal makeup if you have very healthy skin. So this was a great advice. I loved it. Um, another amazing advice was also from, we tend to work with a lot of makeup artists and um, some of the most uh, recognizable names in, in the industry. And uh, I have learned a lot from them over the years. Um, one lady has taught me that she actually uses our eye patches when she does makeup um, because not only they uh, hydrate the area under the eyes, but they also, it helps from supporting the eye not to have any residue from makeup. So she does a perfect eye makeup then she removes the eye patches and then she applies foundation after. So. Oh, that's such a good idea. I hadn't thought about that because it would catch any eye makeup that fell. Underneath. Exactly, oh, and genius. it doesn't go into the delicate eye area. It's fully protected, but it's also you don't have to smudge anything from mascara or, or from um, yeah from shadows. I'm going to do that. I haven't thought about that before. <laughs> That's a brilliant tip. Love that. Um, and just coming back to foundation briefly, you mentioned kind of layering a few. What are your favorite go-to brands and foundations that you love? Um, I absolutely um, love uh, this amazing makeup artist that we work with. Yeah, Gucci Westman. I have met her. She's brilliant. I use a lot of her um, foundations. And actually, I have discovered that for me personally, a lot of the foundations don't work uh, perfectly. It's my skin is quite sensitive. So I always, with her foundation, I always like to use a little drop of hyaluronic acid or one of our rose gold boosters. So I mix skincare with foundation and it, it perfectly adheres to the skin. Um, so this is, this is my number one foundation. And it's very interesting because everybody's skin is different. I remember with Mary Greenwell, it's another makeup artist that I have known over the years. Um, she had brought Chanel foundation and she wanted to use it on my skin for, um, I think it was for my wedding anniversary in Athens. And I was telling her that this foundation doesn't really work on my skin. And she said, no, this is a brilliant foundation. It cannot not work on your skin. But when she tried it, it didn't absorb well. So something about my skin that it's, um, I always need to mix skincare in order to make the foundations work. But actually it works really well because I use less foundation and more and skincare. More skincare. And you're creating that kind of bespoke mix that works for you. And I guess you can mix it up during the seasons if you need a bit more hydration in winter or you're looking for a bit more glow in summer. I guess that's a way you can customize your foundation is to do it by switching up the skincare that you pair with it. Yeah, I absolutely. My advice, and I'm now in my 40s, is definitely when you think that a foundation is not working for you, it usually has to do with your skin. Of course, unless the foundation is old and it has dried out, but always give it a second life by applying a little bit of skincare and the lighter textures are better, either boosters or a serum, just a drop of it when, when you mix into your foundation, you're going to see miraculous results. Love that. And I bet it, well, it makes it last a lot longer as well, right? Very true. Um, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Let's go on to skincare then. Obviously your baby, the brand, you have done such incredible things for skincare, you're wearing, you can't see this on the podcast, but you're wearing your eye patches right now, which I'm obsessed with. Um, talk to me. What is your best piece of skincare advice? Skincare for me is essential. It has been important to me since I was very, very young. 
person. Uh, it has been important to my mom, to my grandmother. We, For us, it has always been about healthy, beautiful skin and how can you energize your skin um, in order to look rested and happy um, and have a bit of confidence. So for me, I experiment a lot with my skincare. I, I have evolved a lot in my um, taste as well. Uh, and it also, my needs have changed. So in my twenties, I was in twenties and thirties, um, I was predominantly using healing products. This was the time when we started one on one skin and our very first product was, uh, the dramatic healing serum, which enhances the everyday healing of the skin. Um, and I think because I was using, uh, healing products, I think my skin, when I entered my 40s, was already in a relatively good condition. And that's when I needed to evolve and change my routine. So I use more serious ingredients now um, for anti-aging. Of course, retinols, um, much more concentrated hyaluronic acids. Um, I do peeling. So it's, it's, it's much more shifted towards anti-aging. But I think if I had not used the proper skincare in my 30s and 40s, um, I think definitely my skin would would have arrived at this point in my 40s in a much worse condition. So you feel as well that that was the building blocks for your skin to kind of go into this next phase of what you want want from your skincare, but you had that kind of sta- really stable base, I guess, from all of the healing properties, which was the foundations of the brand. I think everyday healing of the skin is so important. You need to really understand how your skin functions. And our skin is a beautiful organ. It's the biggest organ that we have. It has a way of regenerating itself. You can see with children, if they cut themselves, you know, the skin heals on its own. Um, so it's very, it's very important to aid the skin to be able to replicate these healing processes in the best possible way. See, every single day we lose billions of cells, but we all also make billions of cells. It's not all uh, gloom and doom and negative. You know, our skin is a very powerful organ. So if you manage to um, enhance the recovery and the healing processes, then your skin would be more balanced and would not react to extreme environmental conditions and, uh, and um, uh, free radicals. So it's very, I think my advice would be if you're in your 30s, 20s, 30s, don't rush to use very extreme um, ingredients that are well known to help with wrinkles and aging and sagging. I think the best thing that you can do is just balance your skin, keep it hydrated, help the skin heal from this invisible damage, but don't oversaturate it with too much exposure of very intense ingredients. My husband is a plastic surgeon and unfortunately a few years ago he was started to see so many people overusing um, different kinds of acids. That was the, the era of the acids. People would use glycolic acids and glycolic acid pads and glycolic acid toners and, you know, go to his clinic and want to do chemical pills. And at some point, actually, your skin can have irreversible damage. So it's it's very important to treat your skin as your best friend. Uh, you need to touch your skin. You need to have this personal connection and emotion with your skin. 
and never let it be, you know, overly exposed, um, exaggerated from overuse of the ingredients and just have this warm connection with your skin. And I think it's so easy to get into that. But I know, well, I started in the beauty industry in my early 20s and it's such an, you know, the beauty world is such an exciting world. You kind of want to get stuck in with everything. And we have an overload of recommendations, be it from friends, Instagram, YouTube, wherever we're finding our sources of um, advice and recommendations. And I've won, I used to throw everything on my skin. It was not a good way to do it. I was cocktailing all different types of things. Like you say, cocktailing different acids. I think that's such a solid piece of advice is a more simplified approach, but investing in ingredients that are going to give you targeted results. Absolutely. And I think this is the problem. I I hate to be a consumer now uh, because it's they're bombarded with just too too much information, as you said, too many ingredients, variation of one ingredient in so many dif- different shapes and forms. But actually, I'm really, really surprised how many of my friends, sometimes they know a lot about ingredients, but they forget some of the basic steps of even applying skincare. I would, they would ask me questions like, do you put cream first or serum first? <laughs> And basically, this is such such an important um, consideration. You need to layer the products correctly. And, and you might have the most advanced cream, but if you put the cream first and then the serum on top, you, you mm, would block wasted. the penetration yeah. of the serum and the ingredients entering your skin. So you have to... I think sometimes people get lost in too much information and they really don't understand the simplicity of what needs to happen step by step. So these are the steps I want to tell everyone. (laughs) It's true though, right? It's taking things back to basics, working up from the lightest formulas first to those kind of richer creams that you might be playing at the end. What is your kind of go-to daily skincare regime at the moment? Like you said, you want to target different potential concerns now. What's your kind of go-to daily and evening routine? So I am very much, um, I, I do my own prescriptions and I have on my nightstand all, all of our, most of our skincare products and the products don't, the products change, but the steps don't change. So of course, cleansing, I like, I love to cleanse with vitamin C because it gives you a really, really clean canvas and brightens the skin. I always, in the last 20 years, I have always used an essence. Um, some people call them toners. This is a very light, almost like water um, concentrate. Uh, however, if it's the right one, it would have infusion of vitamins and antioxidants. So it kind of preps the skin. I love after that, it's definitely either a booster, which can be considered a serum or a serum. You don't have to use both. If your skin is really suffering, maybe you can have a drop of, let's say, hyaluronic acid into your serum, but definitely serum comes before a cream. Um, as you said, this is layering layering the textures. It has a different molecular uh, level and it penetrates deeper. And then after that, it's very important to seal with a moisturizer or a cream because the, the serum actually infuses the skin with nutrients and then the cream protects the skin from the exposure, the daily exposure of um, environmental pollution. And it gives you a barrier. And then you can end there. You don't, it doesn't have to be many more steps. 
I'm Jolie Grazia's Head of Beauty, and I would love to invite you to become part of our Grazia Beauty Club. So this is our members platform, giving you tons of exclusive access and content, such as monthly beauty discounts and digital masterclasses with industry experts like Lisa Eldridge and Jamie Genevieve. You get an annual curated beauty box with products worth over £150, and you'll also get the print version of Grazia delivered straight to your doorstep, as well as access to all current and archived issues on the Grazia app. So come join the club and find out more at members.graziadaily.co.uk. If someone has never tried your brand before, what one product that's kind of universally loved would you say is an absolute must try? So my absolute favorite product is um, the White TRM Repair Serum. This is the reason why we exist. It was created in my husband's practice more than 20 years ago to help his patients heal after surgery. Um, And the product became so loved by his clients that we actually launched in a retail environment in Harrods. now it's our 10-year anniversary. So I I would say this is my, my favorite number one product. Um, and it's also quite versatile. It does help with balancing the skin, rebalancing, healing. But it's also, it has saved me many, many different occasions. I have even used it on my teenager son when he had a cut during the holiday. Um, and it's kind of, a, to me, it's a miracle product. And would you say it's one that any skin type can use? It's beneficial for everyone? Yeah, it is because we introduced a brand new ingredient that has never been used in skincare before. Uh, And acetylcysteine, which stimulates the production of glutathione. So it's a very, very powerful uh, tripeptide and antioxidant. So it it gives power to the skin to regenerate itself. So it is really when I spoke about products that are helping you in your 20s and 30s to rebalance your skin, this is the product that I... Um, this is I the sh- one, the holy grail. This is the one, yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, amazing. Let's move on to body care then. What is your best piece of body care advice? If my husband was here, he would say, body is the new face. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> Um, he, he has been coming to our new product development meetings and telling us that it seems like everybody has complete understanding about the facial skincare routines and, um, everybody has complete knowledge. Um, however, he's observing that just people stop at the neck and, uh, don't pay so much attention to the rest of their body care. So we have had a few very strong body products that we have introduced in our global spas. Uh, One One Skin is now available globally in some of the best retail shops, but we also ventured into spas around four years ago, and now we are in 80 different spas, including Four Seasons, Bulgaris, um, Mandarin Orientals, even on on the beautiful yachts. Uh, Ritz Carlton yacht that is sailing somewhere, and we're all dreaming when we can have a press event there. Um, we launched the collaboration with the Man Resort, so our spa is a very intriguing part of our business because it gets um, it allows us to really look at this experiential treatment for clients. And in spa, we have introduced a lot of body treatments. So we have body products like Black Diamond uh, body. 
uh, cream, we have retinol body products, we have radiance oil products, and they have been so well received. And we're now transitioning them into retail because they have been tested, approved, and loved by clients. So for us, for me, body is the next frontier. It's uh, women uh, now feel um, so liberated. You know, we are... We love to any shape, any size. It's all about, you know, love your body. And I think it's very important for the skin to reflect the way we feel uh, about ourselves. And we need to keep the, keep the skin radiant and hydrated and have the confidence. And to, like you say, to show our body the love that we show our face. We spend so much time and invest in our face. And like you say, from the neck down, we can often forget it. Um, especially on, you know, on the chest area and so important to give your, give your body a little bit of TLC. Yeah. I mean, our relationship with skin, it's, um, it's, it's quite crucial because as, as I mentioned before, we, we, we touch our skin. We have, we have a connection with our skin and whenever we, we feel that our skin feels healthy, we do have a sense of joy and excitement and ultimately confidence and you know it's not just how shaped our bodies it's also how how beautiful our body skin is so it's a combination of both and giving our bodies some love very good advice and how about coming on to your fourth piece of advice and fragrance tell me what is your best piece of advice when it comes to fragrance I, I have to say I'm quite boring when it comes to fragrance. If you come <laughs> in, if you see my nightstand, I have three fragrances that I love. And I, when I discover something, I fall in love with it. I tend to do the same in my personal life. I have been with my husband for many, many years. And before that, I was with another person for 10 years. So <laughs> um, the same is with fragrances. I feel like it's I fall in love and I don't want to change. Um, my current one is Portrait of a Lady that I think I've, yeah, I've used it. I've discovered this product when we launched in Barneys. This was now nine years ago um, and I remembered the sensation that I felt when the salesperson sprayed this product on me but also after that the compliments I have received from people so I just knew that this is my fragrance that it's meant to me for me however my husband is a totally different uh, breed of <laughs> of a perfume user he has around 50 <laughs> Oh really? Oh, he's like me. <laughs> he changes all the time, and he's every time we go, he's he makes me try and you know smell <laughs> him and how. What do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And I completely don't understand how we can be so different, but it makes him happy, and it makes me happy to use one fragrance. I love that though. You've properly found your signature scent. That is a pro true signature scent. It's 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 absolutely lovely, and and I. You can tell from how people perceive you and the compliments that you receive. And sometimes you just really don't want to change when you found perfection. And also, like you say, it's, it's such a nice compliment when someone's like, what are you wearing? I love that smell. Or when someone says something smells of you. Yeah. I, I love that. My sister was wearing a top the other day. She borrowed a dress and she was like, I wore it and it smelled of you so much. I love that I idea. This is how it feels. All my clothes smell the same way. And I feel that, you know, sometimes people say that they know I have been in the room. So it's, yeah, 
I I don't have I I'm, I'm hoping they would never discontinue this fragrance. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> and how does it make you feel when you wear it? In terms of, are there any particular notes that you're drawn to? How would you describe it if you've never smelt it before? Um, it's I to me, it's very sweet. Uh, I. I think that it definitely must have um, some rose, but I'm, I really need to double check this because I'm from Bulgaria. I grew up with these beautiful fields. Oh, we have wow. rose, rose, uh, rose fields that go kilometers, and we have these amazing festivals where we collect the roses. And um, wow, it's yeah, it's a it's, it's special. It's a very special moment. So definitely I'm sure it has, because this is something that reminds me of my childhood. Um, but it just, uh, it, I cannot, sometimes I leave the house and if I'm in a Russian, I, I forget to spray my perfume on and I have to come back. It just, I don't feel <laughs> really? complete without it. <laughs> it's the final step. You need a little mini one that you can keep in your handbag. I know, I know. I'm looking for this one. They used to make these amazing little minis, and I think the company was bought by one of the big, big conglomerates. So I think maybe there were some changes on the, yeah, on the assortment. We need to campaign, (laughs) campaign to bring them back because mini fragrances are so. Yeah, I've got one in my handbag, and they're so handy because if you do leave for the day. And, and, you know, you might have got a train and you can't get back. It does. I feel a bit naked when I don't have fragrance on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, amazing. Let's go on to your fifth and final piece of advice then and talk about self-care. What is your best piece of advice when it comes to self-care? So self-care, it's a very, very important topic for me. Um, I'm a mom as well. And this is something I, I always discuss with my children as well. Uh, I have I have so many different ways of of taking care of myself and of my loved ones. Definitely a very important part of my life is doing some kind of physical exercise. I love to start my day in the morning with um, a session of, of anything, but also I love to have a bit of a structure around it because our lives are so busy. If we don't keep it a little organized, then we tend to miss things. So Monday usually is the day when we run in the park. Um, Tuesday, and I, we do this together with my husband, which is, uh, it's quite motivating because some days I might feel like I don't want to work out. Some, sometimes he, but we we stimulate one another. To, we drag each and, other out of bed. We're like, no, yeah. come on, we're doing it. Get your clothes on, get your trainers on. <laughs> so uh, Mondays is running the park. Tuesday, we have a personal trainer that comes in the house and we work out together. I think it's very important at my age to also uh, build my muscles and and you know, kind of preserve my bone structure. Um, Wednesday, I usually do a little bit of a dance class, which I, I have found these amazing African ladies that uh, have started um, broadcasting during COVID and I'm addicted. It's not a very hard exercise. It's just a happy exercise. And we do yoga on Fridays. I love to finish the week with yoga and actually start my last work day. It's very, it's very grounding. It's very Zen. Um, and also Yanis and I discovered cryotherapy many, many years ago, and we brought the very first cryo chamber in the UK. 
Um, we, we have it in Harvey Nichols and in Harrods. And this is very, it has become an essential part of our self-care. It just, it's a session of only three minutes at minus 90 Celsius, but it gives you a boost of energy. Minus 90? It's wow. cold. For the first time, <laughs> it feels really, really cold. But yeah. it's quite uplifting and it gives you an amazing clarity of the mind. And I have I have started really missing it when I travel. So I, I have a bit of a cryo addiction when I'm back here in London. And does it just give you what kind of boost? How does it make you feel? Are the results instant or do you find that they kind of come on a little bit later? What how do you react? Instant. The results are instant because um, you enter this, uh, it's a chamber and it's really, really cold and it it shocks the body. So the first response is for the body to fully energize. So every cell of your body is activated. Your mind is completely clear, super sharp, and your body is trying to um, to warm up by using all the senses. So as soon as you come out, you feel like you want to fly uh, because you wow. have survived something. Uh, yeah, but, but like dramatic. you say, it's put all of your um, all of your cells on kind of high alert in a great way that they're energized. Yeah, it's um, it also the blood starts circulating, so it has an amazing effect on the skin. Uh, it flushes collagen to the skin. Um, actually, there's this is the reason why we have, we have developed the whole cryo range with one on one skin because we wanted to mimic mimic the effects of cryotherapy technology the positive effects on the skin and we wanted to look at ingredients that do the same in in um, in topical form if you haven't tried it i i, I definitely have. recommend <laughs> no i haven't i was going to say i haven't tried the carrot chamber but i've tried the products that you mentioned and i was also just going to list like i mean so many like a star products your face masks are an absolute godsend pre makeup pre event on a sunday yeah well that's part of the self-care ritual as well yeah exactly i think the face masks are a perfect excuse for you to have a little bit of self-care time um especially if you use a sheet mask you you have to use it for 20 minutes to see the best benefits and this is the time when i highly recommend for you to just switch off close your eyes or if you want to read something just take this little moment to yourself we all lead very busy lives and um just having a minute to recharge and relax and also give your skin the nutrient the nutrients it needs um, I think it's just a perfect win-win situation absolutely win-win you're basically supercharging any downtime and any me time with amazing skin which is a very very <laughs> useful a useful use of time right <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. We finish uh, each episode with a bit of a lighthearted note and we talk about beauty blunders. So any funny beauty stories, beauty stories gone wrong. Have you had any? It's it's funny you you would ask me that question because I feel like I have beauty blunder every single day. I'm one of these, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of like sloppy people. I feel um, I'm always, I'm usually biking to work. And when I arrive to my office, uh, sometimes I just have to run straight into a meeting and either I'm too hot or too cold and, you know, my face is red or my nose is red or uh, depending on the weather, because in London we have all sorts of seasons in one day. So I, I usually arrive in the office in not the best state if I'm on my bicycle. But you know, it is what it is. It's uh, 
this is life. I still prefer to bike rather than arrive perfect and imperfections are perfectly okay. Absolutely. And also like, you're so great getting that bit of, that's kind of me time in itself every day. I know I used to work, walk to work and I loved that little headspace before getting to the office to kind of arrange my thoughts. Don't know if you feel the same way. Well, to me, even the bicycle home, it, it's even more important than going to work uh, because usually after a long day of many meetings, if I have to get on the tube or get in a car, I, I become even more tired. On a bicycle, you're free and you, I go through the park and yeah, you're it, energized. it gives me a, an amazing boost. Yeah, energy. And, and sometimes I put a mask on, but you know, people, if you see a crazy oh my God, I love cuddling that. <laughs> with a mask on, then I know it's Think about you. maximizing the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Hero, that is a brilliant note to finish on. Well, thank you so, so much for your time today. All of your amazing advice, so many uh, tips and tricks in there. Thank you to everyone for listening as well. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons with me, Jolie Walker. Please subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And for more amazing beauty tips, take a listen to our archive of episodes with some incredible guests. If you have a moment, we would so, so appreciate if you could leave us a rating and a review. It really makes a difference. See you next time. And before you go, Jolie here with a reminder of our brilliant new Grazia Beauty Club. Subscribe from just $7.99 a month to get a yearly beauty box worth over £150, access to exclusive digital events with experts and celebrities, beauty discounts, and so much more. Head to members.graziadaily.co.uk.